Anne Frank once said, Parents can only give good advice or put children on the right path, but the final forming of a person's character lies in their own hands. Sandy receives some wisdom jewels from her parents that have served her well, and she hopes her kids and grandkids will take to heart also. Welcome to episode number 57. We are writing and talking about memorable advice this week. Sandy's legacy writing is called Words of Wisdom Times Four. She has received at least four profound pieces of advice that have served her well. First one, never beg. The second one, budget. The third one, pay your charges at the end of the month. And number four, don't do something you don't want your parents or family to ever know about. Welcome. This is the Sidetracked Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now, here we go. Hey, Mom. Hi. How are you? I'm excellent. Great. So you've got some guests at your house this morning. I do. You're playing hooky right now so you can talk with me. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> well, this sure. is super important. So I'm so glad you prioritized this over your, your host guests. And my <laughs> and my lunch is sitting mel- melting on the table. <laughs> melting? What are you eating? Ice cream for lunch? I, I have jello. What? <laughs> I have jello that's melting. So oak. <laughs> are you eating the good jello or the fruity jello? So vegetable jello. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's our favorite um lemon jello with the Mm-hmm. Um, pineapple Pine- pineapple and carrots uh, carrots and cabbage and nuts and did you you did put the nuts in it are, are they walnuts no they're actually um um salted sugar cashews something oh like that oh my goodness i didn't re- i didn't even re- realize that yeah i don't remember seeing them in the in there but they're in there no i don't remember either and then mayonnaise <laughs> yes <laughs> Everybody's going gross, puke. I know. (laughs) That is it. I mean, I saw that, and I mean, that was practically the first thing I put on my plate yesterday. I know. We only have it at holidays, so you know. And the the kids won't even try it. No, not at all. But it's gone. I'm surprised you even have a serving. A little bit. They don't. Yeah, there was like two servings left. That's it. 
and small servings. Right. I just love that. It's and it goes so good with ham and it goes good with anything. Chicken. With anything. It's a great it's a great um palate cleanser. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's right. um, I like I like having jello. I like the hot, cold variation, you know, of things. <laughs> so our advice is always be willing to try new things, right? Words of wisdom times four. <laughs> so our theme, that's what I'm getting at here, mom. Oh, is our work. theme was advice. Advice, right. Yes. And uh, so you're, you're jumping off right here into um, your legacy writing. Correct. And it was called words of wisdom times four. Right. You have lots I, of wisdom. I think you had a hard time limiting it to four, didn't you? I did. I could have <laughs> kept going. You know, I get lots of advice from everybody all the time. <laughs> okay, I must well, need, I it. must need lots of advice, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> giving advice. Uh, are you ready? Yep. Yep. Best advice either given or received. I'm not one to take advice, but through my life, I have actually been given some good advice and I actually took it. One of the most memorable pieces of advice I was given was from my dad. I was a teenager and having trouble with my boyfriend, now husband. We were on the phone and I anticipated him cheating on me. You could say I was pleading with him not to do this. My dad was on the other line. We actually had phones where you could listen on other, another extension to someone else's conversation. Well, after this conversation, my dad called me to him and advised me that I should never beg anyone to not do something to me. You see, he said I was a very special, wonderful person, and he didn't ever want me to put myself in that negative situation again. Good advice. Another piece of advice I received was when I got married. My husband and I both had incomes. My mom said we should only budget to live on one income and put the other wages in savings. Well, I did just that, and I really feel it gave us a really good foundation. This required a lot of discipline for us, as it was very tempting to live high on two incomes. But it did enable us to purchase our first home six months after we married and pay for same by the time I was 35. This was not as easily done when our children entered college, but it definitely helped me in knowing how to budget. Another piece of advice I received from my parents was never to charge on a credit card unless you can pay the balance off by the end of the next billing cycle or the end of the month. This is a good one to follow since credit cards offer such a free feeling for spending. You always feel you have more money than you really have. It can offer security in cases of emergencies, but can often be used for frivolous things that are not really needed. You anticipate you will be able to pay for it, but often cannot in a timely fashion. We can often get ourselves into a financial bind by abusing our credit cards. Another piece of advice I've received was never do something that you wouldn't want your parents or family to know about. This has been used on several occasions, and I feel it should be used more often than not. It's surprising to me in reflecting how this writing, how important the advice my parents gave me really does work. Who knew? (laughs) <laughs> oh, we don't I'm, like to take advice from our parents, but no, not so they, much. They, they did give good advice. I'm sure at the time I didn't share that with them, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's I, interesting that all four pieces of your advice um, come from your parents. Uh huh. I guess. Yeah, I guess you really know that they have your best interest in their hearts, you know, mm. 
Um, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit more about each of these pieces of advice. Um, mm-hmm. The number, the first one that you said, your dad told you never to beg. Right. So mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about that situation. What was going on here? Well, um, my boyfriend at the time was being a real shit. Um, I love you, dad. I, that would be dad, <laughs> your dad. <laughs> um, and I just knew. You know, he had done a couple things that was very troubling to me in the past, and and on our conversation, he had stepped out on you. He, you were you were supposed to be a couple, and he he didn't he he didn't want to he didn't want you to date other people when you broke up, but he could date other people. Is that right? Exa- yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. That sounds. And so now you were, and at this particular day, in this particular circumstance, you were, or were you not dating? Uh, I was kind of tired of it all, and I could tell by our conversation that it was going nowhere. And it was like, okay, here we are again, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, knock it off, don't, no, don't do that, you know. Come on, I, you know. And my dad heard that, and he okay, wait, wait, very- wait, 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 wait. So, on the day of this conversation, were you dating or were you taking a break from dating? Um, or were, you were in the process of like breaking up? Um. I'm trying to think. No, we never, I, I don't say, I would say this is probably a process, but um, actually what he had, we had, were talking about was he wanted to have some luggage, borrow some luggage to go. He worked for a company where he had to go for away for a weekend mm-hmm. and he wanted to borrow luggage. From you. And and yeah, and it's it just seemed kind of weird to me. And I don't, I don't remember. It's been too many years ago, but um, I I can remember thinking, you know, he's 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 gonna. He was so evasive about something, and I could just tell, you know, this is a pattern. And he's gonna so, cheat on me uh, this weekend. He's gonna take yeah. my luggage and cheat on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and so I said, you know, I just tired of it. And it was like, come on, I just wasn't you know, up for it. And I went, you know, I just don't, I don't believe what you're telling me. You know, if you know, if you want a relationship, please don't do this, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, my dad was very offended by hearing me talk that way. And he goes, you know, hey, you don't have to beg anybody for anything. You know, he was very very upset about that. He's, you know, why, why should I, he felt I should be in the opposite situation. You know, I was telling him to take a hike. mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, he gave me by saying those little couple words to me, it gave me the strength and and the courage, you know, that somebody agreed that, you know, I, I shouldn't have to ask him not to do that. He should, you know, I'm, I'm important enough. Then it it gave me a foundation. A positive foundation. Good. Yeah. And and I obviously felt he was a good example and and I respect you know, and he wasn't one that just offered advice all the time. So when he gave me this advice, I guess it was like, wow, I better listen to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I respected him, you know. Yeah. And thought that was very and it made me feel very loved by him. Why do you think that is? Um, because he cared enough to give me that advice. You know, um, I, you know, it made me realize that I was very special to him and, and um, I didn't want to disappoint him. And, you know, it was just, yeah, it was um, a, a caring, a very caring thing for him to do. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, so people, people sometimes are so quick to give advice and you don't take it because you go, 
what's their motive or mm-hmm. they don't really care, you know, um, they're mm-hmm. just doing the words or whatever. But when he gave it to me, it was like, it meant something. It was like a, a love, a, a very special, t- confirming that I was very special. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, your next piece of advice was budget to live on one income. When you get married, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like you're rolling in dough, but mm-hmm. uh, you could easily live high on the hog, you said. But tell more about that one. Um. I felt this was, you know, very good advice. First of all, it taught me to save. Second of all, um, well, it, it, and it was hard to do because there were things we had bought a brand new home and um, it, it just, you know, there were things that we had to save up for um, and we were able to pay cash for things because we had, we had a savings. We mm-hmm. saved my money. And we lived off my husband's income. And because we saved my money, we were able to buy carpeting for the house, um, furniture for the family room. You know what I mean? And we were able to well, pay didn't cash. Did you say for- that actually when um, when we moved into the house, now of course I was a baby, um, you lived for a while without carpeting in the main area, without a floor oh, covering, yep, just on yep, the plywood. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I mean, we did not buy anything unless we paid or had money to back it. And I don't um, think that is consistent with how most people would move into a house these days. I oh, think that no. most people would make, you know, it's like, oh, well, we've got to have this and this and this before we do that, that, and that. Mm-hmm. Right? I was very, I've been taught to be more conservative, I guess. I mean, I was very materialistic. I'm, I got to admit that. I still am. Um, but you conservatively to... materialistic or materialistically conservative no no you were you were definitely liked your stuff but mm-hmm. you were you were financially conservative yeah right i i i can't enjoy something that mm. i haven't paid for mm. you know um i yeah i mean what what fun is having brand new carpet if you owe you know owe on it um when we got married, we paid for our appliances and our furniture because we had saved and mm-hmm. we paid for it. And we, we got married debt free. Mm-hmm. Um, we even um, our car had arts car had died before, like a month before we got married. And he was actually going to buy a brand new Mazda and somewhere in Fond du Lac. It was a gorgeous little car. Mm-hmm. And his father said, why do you want to get married in debt? Mm-hmm. And um, our parents, I guess, both were very frugal. Right. And um, so we bought a used, um, oh gosh, I can't remember what it was now, um, a Hornet, something like that, you know. Um, but we, it was paid for and it, and it worked fine. It was great, you know. So no, we didn't run around in a brand you didn't go new for shiny the sexy car. Purchase. You went for the practical purpose, purchase? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so tell felt, about the time that you went to go get the baby rug. Um, we were, I was pregnant. We were want, wanting, and I don't know why, I wanted a pink baby rug. God knows if I'd had a boy what I would have done, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I, the doctor said you were going to be a boy. I, it totally blows my mind. Sometimes things just happen <laughs> that are out of your control, I guess. Um, I was going, we drove to Madison. I was going to buy a, a a pink baby rug for the nursery and we got stopped in Madison going through a yellow light and our traffic ticket took care of the baby rug. So we came home without it. 
Did you even go to the store? No, no, mm -mm. no, we didn't. We um, went, my sister and her boyfriend were with us and they had, were going to look for some downhill skis. And so we did that and forgot about the baby rug because we had no money for it. Later on, a couple of months later, we did and we got it and, you know, but no, we didn't, we did not spend what we didn't have. Hmm. Good rule of thumb. It's served you well. Yeah. I mean, eventually it'll happen, but you know, yeah, we're, we're such immediate gratification type of people, you know? Well, I think what you just said, eventually it will happen. Right. I think you had a perspective of, I'm not giving this up forever. I'm just giving this up for now today. Uh -huh. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I think that goes really hand in hand with um, your third piece of advice. Never charge unless you can pay it off at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. once again, just, I think being financially conservative, you know, has, has really paid off, pay, you know, benefited you, um, in, in the short term and in the long term. Yes. Mm -hmm. You've had to sacrifice a pink baby rug when the baby wasn't even born yet, but so many of us get wrapped up. I'm here, you know, I'm not going to come back to Madison. It's like, yes, you're going to come back to Madison again. You'll, I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we justify needing to extend ourselves beyond what we're able and we make excuses you know and one of the biggest things i think was our our friends our peers um everybody was going out to eat and stuff like that well mm -hmm. you know that really adds up a after a while finances, yes. and so we would often decline and of course that did not make us real popular you know mm -hmm. um if at the time when i think back it's like um, perhaps a, an alternative, like having a dinner at home with friends or something, but mm -hmm. they always wanted to go out to eat. And so a lot of times we did not go because we mm -hmm. didn't want to spend the money. Sure. Sure. Um, that was probably the hardest part. Hmm. Yeah, I bet. You know, and once again, in the long run, I mean, you did, you belong, you did some things to keep your relationships moving forward outside of overspending your budget on going out to eat. So you, you belong to some organizations, right? Right. right? To be with other people. Yeah. So you did things so that you continue to have social relationships, but right. you, you kept those, um, you, you, you didn't, you didn't throw everything at the relationships. You maintained no. your relationships, but you didn't, you know, like you weren't one of the wild and crazy ones. Right. That's right. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it, yeah, it, I, it, I definitely feel like it paid off, you know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be disciplined, especially when you're young and everybody wants to start out in their, their venture of being an adult. And, in the same place that their parents were. Yeah. And it, their parents are. Exactly. And it's like, you know, they worked many years to get there. Mm -hmm. and, um, but everybody wants to start out either the same or a lot better, you know. Sure. Oh, I bet. I mean, especially now with all the social media and and seeing people advertising, you know, their their quick get rich quick schemes and, you know, showing off their houses and cars and clothes and shoes. Um, we see people supposedly in similar situations to us that seem to have so much more. And it's like, right. how can that be? Oh, I know. I know. I often. I often wonder when I see a brand new house and mm -hmm. three children running around and, and bicycles and all that. I mean, 
all that, the things. That was like, wow, how, how, you know, how do they do that? But mm -hmm. both people are working and, and a lot of times they're working lots of hours and, yeah, you know, yeah, is it worth it? When you get to be my age, um, you think, I wish I would have spent more time at home. You know, I, mm -hmm. I feel like um, your father actually um, had three part or he had a full-time job and two part-time jobs, hmm. not because I said we needed it or anything. He just, he just did it. Hmm. Um, and I worked full-time. Yeah. So we, we really gave it. And that was way back in the day. <laughs> way yeah. Back way. In the day. Yeah. Now people are okay. so concerned, you know, they retire at 50 and, mm -hmm. and they have all this free time. And I guess we have always been kind of like, well, we need to work. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just. Well, I mean, the other thing that I would have I would have mentioned or I, I think about when when you bring this up is having you at the law office, you've also told me that you see the reality behind people's finances. Oh, you know, heavens yes, People yes. would come into the office. And, I mean, of course, you didn't share any names, but you would say, you know, this couple who, you know, you thought was, you know, doing wonderful and they're coming in for bankruptcy because- mm -hmm. They actually didn't have the money for all the funders that they were having. No, and they didn't even pay attention to, oh, I know there was one person that I think there was a place set or something. They paid $9,000 for it. And I thought, what kind of a place that could cost $9,000, you know? Um, what's wrong with a, a, a tractor tire hanging from a tree, a tree limb? <laughs> And also, yeah, um, you know, people have different, um, different needs or mm -hmm. think they have different needs. You know, it's like, you know, but I don't know if they don't think it through or, or what, what the deal is, but you got to kind of really evaluate is that what is what's really important. And, mm -hmm. and spending in the monster TVs and the brand new cars and all this stuff, you know, if you can afford it, great, wonderful, go for it. But, you know, if you have to struggle to pay for it or get another job to pay for it, is it worth it? I mean, mm -hmm. no. So um, did you and dad actually sit down and talk about your budget and where the money was going and what your plans were? Or did you just kind of both have a like a synchronicity between the two of you that? Well, we, we knew we wanted a house, for example, and um no, we did. We didn't rule for, you know, we talked about um, probably more so than we do. Well, you know, when it comes down to really a big purchase, of course, we sit down and talk about it. You know, I mean, I'll go out and buy a picture of something. I don't share it. I don't put it past art, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but um, a big item. Oh, af absolutely. And, um, you know, um, like at the time, you know, I, we t I told him our goal. And the one thing with, with dad, what I always kind of get, I kind of, now the way in our situation, I, I kind of want to, I'm what he is. How can I say this? He is easier to do without. And I'm the kind that needs the goal um, to work towards something. Mm, so mm -hmm. I kind of do the planning and then have to show it to him to show him where we're at. Mm -hmm. I don't want him to say, well, 
we just can't afford to do that. If I have presented, if I presented it, I've always figured out we could do it. You know what right. I mean? Like I with purchasing the, the cottage that you now have for rental. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted, I knew that this was a possibility mm-hmm. and I didn't want him to say we couldn't do it because I had already figured out we could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. I have to, I have to be very diplomatic, you know, and organized. On, and show him how I have come up with it. And um, mm-hmm. he's co- gotten much better about that. But I don't, I hate, I hate, advice. <laughs> it's kind of like saying you can't do something or this won't work. That was our words that it's like, Those well, fighting words. Right. You can, we can make it work or, or, <laughs> you know, yes. Don't, mm-hmm. don't say this won't work or it'll never happen. Or I hate that. Oh, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get into the last one here. Never do anything you don't want your parents or family to know about. Uh, I wish my grandchildren would heed to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's pretty embarrassing. And it, that's really a, a, a difficult thing to live mm-hmm. by because your peers are very influential. But it's pretty embarrassing to do something really stupid, I feel, and have to go back to your parents. And, you know, I would rather... It's, it's a lot easier on everyone if you just behave yourself. <laughs> um, and it's taken me a lot of experience to, to come to this advice, to take this advice. Um, well, okay, but, but what about, you know, I mean, we've talked about the, the religion aspect in the past, about how you and dad were, um, you were uh, uh, Catholic and he was Lutheran and Methodist. Oh, your father. Okay. Yes. Yes. You didn't I mean it was hard that that was your situation. And I guess you did live by this. You did tell your to be parents in law that you were of two different denominations and um, you dealt with the consequences then. Well, but they, they were a, a mixed marriage. So it really wasn't. No, I'm that talking difficult. about dad's parents. Oh, they, well, they, yeah, well, they were just as strict in their Lutheran religion as uh-huh. we were supposed to be <laughs> in our Catholic religion. <laughs> so, um, and much later in life, dad said to me, he said, that was really selfish of me to expect you to change religion. You know, it, hmm. and later in life, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter as long as you believe in, you know, the same thing. And, hmm. you know, so really, it doesn't really matter what religion you are. So I guess as long as it works for you. Well, okay. So that maybe isn't the best example of, of number yeah. four, mm-hmm. never do something you don't want your parents or family to know about. Is Let's that a better talk- example that you've got? Yeah. Okay. I'd say as a married person cheating. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be disturbing to have to tell your family, you know, that say you were, you were cheating and, and that would be humiliating and, and, you know, yeah, don't, don't do it. Cause it's going to hurt. It, it's going to hurt other people and it's going to mm-hmm. be embarrassing and everything else. And the consequences are, are great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so as, yeah, that's what I feel. I mean, I would be embarrassed to, to have to confess that. Okay. Any other examples you got there? Well, I, I mean, it goes in everything, stealing, stealing. <laughs> Yeah, if you're, mm-hmm. you know, so many people embezzle, for example, and stuff like that. Well, wouldn't that be embarrassing? So many to have... people embezzle. You know, lots of people, lots of embezzlers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Yes. Oh my. Well, absolutely. I mean, this is a small town, you know. I suppose, yeah. Um, 
Absolutely. So do you personally, when you find out those th- kinds of things about people that they've made mistakes, does that, um, it's very upsetting to me. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, I don't understand how they could do that because how embarrassing it is and just and troubling to their families and the mm. people. I mean, if it was just you and, and you had to face the consequences of just your own actions to you, That's um, one thing. you could probably deal with it, you know, but to have to, you have a family, you have parents, you have children, you have friends to humiliate yourself like that would be just really mm. horrible to me. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. So really, you you use um, social consequences to help you know, you know, what you do and want to do in life. Now, that also that last one has a has kind of a double edged sword, though. I mean, there's sometimes when you'll say, um, you know, um, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, you know, or, uh, just even thinking about like starting and, and writing our blog posts and doing things like this, you know, um, what would, you know, Betty, I'll just say, um, what, what, what will Betty think when she, she sees this or reads this or hears this, um, you know, she's going to think I'm, you know, all that. And, um, so that, that sense of worrying about what other people think, whether good or bad about mm-hmm. you and your choices and actions and words, mm-hmm. it can mm-hmm. be motivating, but it can also be, um, it keep you, keep you in your place. I guess I'm trying to say it kind of takes away the, the wall you have around you, whether it be, whether you think you're wonderful or you're, whether you're a piece of shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know, it kind of, you don't, who do you want to know that you are an ass? <laughs> Or you stick your sister with pins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. We find all sorts the truth of bad is out. We find all sorts of bad things about me on these posts. <laughs> I probably and now you have... can't do anything about it. You can't change. The... I guess that's the moral of the story, huh? You can't right. change the past. So no. make sure you're the best you you can be. Yep, yep, yep. Try and it. I guess that's uh, we've tried talking to you about that in the in terms of the future and in, in terms of um do things and be the person um, that you want to be, regardless of what your friends and family think you, you should do, if you know that's what you need to do. Um, well, as long as it is the right, right decision. And the right decision is being honest, dependable, um, you know, a good person. That's, I mean, it's not, it's not honorable to be a bad person. Okay. Okay, I'll give you that. I mean, writing the writing the um, blog with Sidetrack Sisters and and doing this podcast on Sidetrack Legacies, these are good things. But I'm saying that sometimes you have to realize that, to be honest with you, Mom, people don't think about other people as much. I mean, people don't think about me as much as I fear they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, I'm basically really thinking about... My family, my immediate family. Okay, gotcha. You know, um, other you're always going to do. You can't please everybody, but you know yeah. what you yeah. know what's expected from your immediate family. You're saying number four is be a good person, do the right yeah. thing. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. It'll make you feel better. It'll make you feel great. Um, if you're a bad person and you just you know you're a bad person, that's not a good feeling. So <laughs> I guess I'm playing the devil's advocate. You know, you hear mm-hmm. about you know. Um, Oh, a, a woman in Chicago. She was um, of of Indian descent, I believe, and 
um, her family, um, she decided to date somebody outside of her family's um, wishes. And mm -hmm. I mean, they, they murdered her <laughs> in an honor killing. And I'm thinking, Wonderful. oh yeah, that's, that's really not, um, <laughs> that, that really takes um, uh, advice, um, piece of advice number four to the extreme. <laughs> Jeepers. Yeah. So and that's not what we're getting at here. <laughs> no, not hopefully not. Uh, hopefully would never want to do. I suppose you could do some things that people would want to murder you, but hopefully they wouldn't. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. Please. No. Oh, good grief. Okay. Yeah. Well, with that, mom, you are a very, very wise woman. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I work on it. I try. <laughs> Nobody usually listens, but I try. <laughs> keep pressing on, Mom. I mean, I think sometimes with the grandkids, we have to keep we have to bombard them from all directions, right? They just think I'm from the um the, the Middle Age or from the the, the dinosaur Dark ages. ages. Yeah, yeah. It's like what I'm I'm I, I my youngest granddaughter will say, "Well, Grandma, you're really old, <laughs> so that really doesn't apply." <laughs> Yeah, well, it does. <laughs> it oh, does if I say it does. So do it. Yeah, you don't understand. You're really old. Yes, I do <laughs> understand, and I'm not really old. <laughs> Aubrey, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's right there to remind me that we are definitely different in ages and different um, time zones, you know. <laughs> time zones? whatever you know age zones whatever age zones okay. generations whatever okay <laughs> okay well mom like i said you're one wise woman i hope some people um appreciate your words of advice and uh we'd love to hear other people's um words of wisdom so if you have a piece of advice that you think um holds um rings true maybe throughout the ages whether you're a from the dark ages, the dinosaur ages, or um, a little bit closer to the present time in your um, your years here on Earth. Um, I wonder what you think about these um, pieces of advice, these words of wisdom, and um, what other ones you might want to add. Maybe, Mom, you can even um, think of more and put them, if anybody comments, we can um, add your, your thoughts to the other words of advice. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, on that pleasant note, we're going to wrap it up here. Love you, Mom. Love you too, honey. Okay, Bye. take care. Bye-bye. And before we call it a wrap, I just want to say that I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics that you would like to see addressed on the podcast, just go to the Sidetrack Sisters page or the Sidetrack Legacies group on Facebook. We would love to engage with you and grow together on this legacy journey. Don't forget, if you like what you heard, please, please be sure to leave a review for us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us to be notified of new episodes. So, that about does it. Thank you so much for listening today. Our goal for this podcast is to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into the memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care. <laughs>